Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Dry Peak. I'm your host, James Graham. As joined, joined with me as always is Scott Finley. What's up, uh, guys? Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get right into the rigmarole. We're gonna get into it. Um, as always, check us out on Twitter at popped underscore off. Check us out on our website at popped off, and uh, any podcasting platform you can find us listed under popped off. But you can find us as Dry Peak. So we do a bunch of different cool shit as well. We do weeby shit. We do video game shit. It's it's all there. It's all good. As always, though, we like to start the beginning of the show talking about what we're drinking. Scott, what are you getting into? The most hipster brew you can ever imagine. It's called Malternate Reality. It's in like the most barley IPA. Ooh. But I love it. Do you? I fuck with it. It's excessively barley. I don't know, it's, man. It's smooth. It's like six percent. It's it's clean as a bean. Oh, you can. It's nice. It's real nice. I went back to churches or yeah, Church Brewing Co. It's fucking Mayflower White IPA. There you go. It's not bad. It's all right. It's yeah. You had this church. Yeah, I had that. Yeah, illuminate. Illuminate's yeah. definitely way better though. Definitely, I, I definitely prefer that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Uh, I get that for sure. Yeah. So for anybody who hasn't watched Dry Peak before and just listened to this long ass intro, you know, and wanted to check it out, figure out what we're about. Um, every week we talk about competitive Valorant in a very casual setting. I'm the casual. He's the competitive. Um, we kind of try and break down any patch notes, any major esports events that are going on, roster changes that we're kind of paying attention to, and then occasional drama. We like to, right. we, we, you know, we like it's to talk like about juicy. Yeah, we like to talk about the tea a little bit. We're not, we're not against it. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is no patch notes this week, though. There no. is no. We got. It's basically been nothing but first strike. I think uh, you'll see like post results patch notes. Yeah. Like you know, as these sort of you know minors and majors unfold, like. People who are dominant picks, mm-hmm. or you know, people that for some reason, I don't know, perhaps are getting used more or, or having more effectiveness in roles they're not supposed to. I think you'll see nerfs and stuff come through with that, or buffs, or it, buffs. Yeah, you know, maybe if one flash character is used much less than another, for example, I don't know. I mean, we'll speaking see. of flash characters, though, I think we should touch on the fact before we get into anything that didn't see Sky as much as we thought we would, but but. Yeah, in Korea, on Icebox, like I suggested, Sky is fucking awesome. Yep. She can flash any corner. She can, you know, flash, go up. She can mm-hmm. just cover all those weird angles that Breach can't get. Like, on Icebox, there's so many situations where it's like wall, and then it goes up and left and another wall. Yeah. Uh, whereas Breach can only just flash through the one, and Sky can kind of just go up and over and, yeah. and, and capture everything. So she was used a lot in Korea and to great effect. And even the casters were remarking like, holy fuck. <laughs> I th- yeah, because I think yeah. you and I were actually watching First Strike Korea. Um, and then like I think like almost verbatim, Achilles was talking about how yeah. Sky would phase out Breach. And you're like, ah. I well, so- <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, as people get more familiar, I-, I think she can bring a little bit more to the table. Like, you know, Breach is great at kind of setting up your entry fraggers. But there's only so much she can do when you have a raise just double fucking boostering in yeah seriously you know so i think sky's a little bit easier for to to help the team get in Mm. yeah yeah, yeah, definitely it's much safer too right like you can you absolutely at least from their end right you don't have flash use your wolf like yeah you've got so much utility so absolutely yeah yeah so yeah we're gonna get into a bit it's gonna be more of like a results heavy episode for sure um we're gonna talk about we're gonna start with uh you know with uh, NA because we you know we are we are an NA podcast and uh, well Scott you want to you want to gloat a little bit because I know I know you predicted this oh. you're you real happy about it <laughs> well okay so the hundred thieves beat Sentinels which 
good shit. Hundred Thieves are my boys. Mm-hmm. I knew they were gonna do good. But what's funny is a long time ago I said, you know, I think the Hundred Thieves have the formula to success, and I think they have overcome any challenge so far. So one week they lose to something, the next week they beat that same thing. Like mm-hmm. you know, they're they're smart and they're adapting quickly. And then Jamie countered me and said, well, Envy has the same formula. Yeah. And, you know, Envy just beat Hunter Thieves, blah, blah, blah. Well, Envy just got knocked the fuck out. Hunter Thieves is going to the finals. So, <laughs> boom! So, it was fucking sick. Uh, Hunter Thieves, they did so good, man. Hiko was popping off. Asuna yep. was entry fragging hard. Yeah, good. Um, Steel had some insane lurks. Like, just yeah. nutty lurks. Yeah, I think, good. I think I think watching the Thieves this time around is definitely... definitely I'm definitely an Asuna fan now. I can't yeah. not be, dude. He's yep. too likable. Yeah, he's a massive fucking weeb. Like he's yeah, no, and 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 he's right. He said on Twitter, like you know, I I die for the cause. I go in for the boomers to clutch, and that's what you gotta do. You gotta make space for your homies to get in there right behind you. And he and he does such a good job, right? Like I mean, like as soon as seems like he's the living embodiment of kill or be killed. Like yeah, he's he's oh, he's either, he's going down. And he's gonna take somebody with him. Like but that's least. so good. Like yeah, that's what, it is. That's what it's, he it's, needs sel- it's selfless gaming, which yeah. is which yeah. is great. Which right? is what you need, and it, which is something you don't see from. You know, your seventeen-year-old gamers that often is is a selfless. Oh yeah, play, Recogni- so. recognizing like the bigger picture, right? right exactly. So, so yeah. yeah, it's good to see. So obviously, Hunter Thieves wins. They go to the finals, and the finals is against none other than TSM. Uh, so yeah, we, TSM who took out MV pretty handedly as well. Yeah. Like it was a pretty it was a pretty clean cut. Like I mean, Sentinels and Hunter Thieves actually went two one, and it was mm-hmm. a pretty back and forth series. Uh, it was like yeah. comeback after comeback, but MV kind of got handled by his TSM for sure. Right, for sure. TSM, uh, Wardell didn't pop off. And, you know, likewise, Hunter Thieves, uh, Dicey didn't do anything too crazy. No. It, it seemed to be more of a battle of the, the brains. The brains, yeah. Oh, uh, Cutler, dude. Cutler looking all yeah, right. Yeah, but, t- you know, uh, this final happens today. Yeah. And Hunter Thieves versus TSM is going to be the Dicey Wardell spicy Twitter <laughs> matchup. That we all love to see. Yeah, dude, we're gonna get we're gonna get tweets mid game. I can't wait. Yeah, it's well, <laughs> fucking Reddit was fanboying hard last night. People were like, "Oh, Wardell, it's just the better player," and everyone's like, "Wait, wasn't it eight zero last time?" <laughs> like, what? Uh, so it's gonna be so good. I, I can't wait. Uh, I I love the drama. Oh yeah, it's like it's great, man. Na's so good at like just making the shit happen. I just hope that if TSM loses, we know Wardell's gonna pop off. But if Hunter Thieves loses is dicey gonna still talk shit or is he gonna just i think he's gonna talk shit anyways i think he is well let's hope yeah i I, I, well let's just say you don't want to see it die though right like you don't want to see like it just like like you want the you want the zest to continue right absolutely right you need an enemy it makes it makes you fight harder for something yeah 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 exactly if everyone in the scene is buds then the games are just like not as well they're like it's like exhibition matches right like yeah but not as exciting yeah na is definitely not that right now um so yeah, but I think most of First Strike for North America has been like great to watch. It's yeah, been, it's been super fun. Yeah. Um, haven't been disappointed really with any matches. Um, I think, yeah, I'm excited for the finals today. Of course, yeah, this episode is being recorded the day of finals. It's kind of, it's just like a scheduling issue with us. Like it, it like right. it is kind of how it kind of all it planned out. But we had a bunch of semifinals to watch, which was really sick. Um. There was a bunch of appreciation posts that came out after First Strike, which is a nice change considering how much people right. were shitting on casting. And now it's the exact opposite. We Well, we said this leading up, like many episodes ago, leading up to it's like, you know, if there's one thing Riot can do, it's you know improve. Like the game's good. They're just going to prove time over time again on, on the quality of yeah. the tournaments, the quality of the casting, of the production. And it's it that's just coming to fruition. Like 
I said to you a couple of episodes back, like they just need better casters. They yep. need people who are proven talents. Yep. You know, FPS talent for casting already exists. Yeah. You, it's oh, it's in abundance. Right? Yeah. You don't need to pick up someone who has no fucking idea. And then this first strike North America proved that they picked up just a ton of fucking great names. Oh yeah. DDK yeah. from CS:GO, Sean Garris from CS:GO, uh, Riot Boys that you know that I have no idea. Uh, yeah. So we had, yeah we had uh, we had Dash and Riv both from League. Yeah. Uh, we had Veli from Rainbow. Okay. Like in Veli, Veli's Veli's a fucking treat. Veli is right. uh, is a hype man, right? But tried, true, tested. Yeah. Well, this is it. These guys, these talent. guys have earned their spots, yeah. right? So that's what makes them like we're not trialing anybody at this right. point, right? So I mean, exactly. I think I think there's still room to trial people. Yeah, but do it at. You know, doing a minor, doing a minors, right? Yeah, you like, don't give them the time of day if they're not fucking talented. Yeah, look at, looking at you, Simo. Looking at oh, you. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Looking at you, dog. Uh, but yeah, no. So that was good. We got it. We got a nice, really good, like Sean Garrett, like uh, like appreciation post go up. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice to see people like praising people. I haven't seen Moses in a little while. I was kind of shocked. I feel I, I thought he would start making like a regular return. You mean bald Moses? Yeah, bald he Moses. He moved to a coaching role in Team Liquid. Francisco. Oh, good for him. So he is. I don't think he is casting any longer. Oh, that's a damn shame because he was fairly entertaining. He he. I like him. Yeah. He's great. Uh, he always was the guy who was the NA fanboy. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think he's coaching. Francisco oh, that's not now. bad then. So and then we yeah and then we, you you got regulars like Golden Boy and stuff like that. Too. Yep. Golden Boy is like a, basically like a mainstay. I think yep. in a lot of esports circles, um, he's very he's very multi-purpose. I find in his his esports scope. So. Right. Um, but yeah, we also got a pansy appreciation post. Yeah, I saw the title. I didn't click it, <laughs> but good to see. I, I know she was missing from the. She was doing EU. List, she was right? doing EU. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, EU had some surprise, like some weird talent. We talked about this last week, right? Because um, we like pansy is like tried and true. We know we know right. pansy's experience, but we also had average Jonas. Okay. Who is a Sova one trick, or he's known for his Sova, right? But he's also like a very like wholesome gamer. High like. level players can provide insight that casters just never can. Yeah, so I, I, you know, absolutely. Like, yeah, good, like, yeah, he was a, he was a good addition. They also had uh, Lothar, who is a part of the G two org, right. which I thought was really weird that he ended up there, especially after watching G two lose. That that was oh, that was. Oh. It's tough. Yeah. We know, yeah. like, here, here on Dry Peak, we're not the biggest fans of G2. We think, like, I mean, Scott fucking hates Carlos. I like the team, and I have no trouble with the players. Okay. Just but hate yeah, Carlos? from my league day, the the CEO guy, I just never, he always rubbed me the wrong way. That's fair. That's fair. So, so yeah, they got, so we're going to move into EU talking about them, because we don't, like, these two teams that are going in, like, we talked about, F, uh, we think Fun Plus Phoenix was going to go in and just be the absolute kings. Mm-hmm. They were not. I didn't see the Fun Plus Phoenix games, like, but I was rooting for Liquid this whole time. And Liquid got taken out pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, rest in peace. Yeah, so Liquid got taken out pretty early. G2 got taken out by Team Heretics, who were mm-hmm. people are d- dubbing like the Giant Slayers. Like right. these guys, these guys are coming in and just fucking shit up. Uh, and then we have uh, some summon. It's S U M N. I don't know how to pronounce it. For FC, it's a football club who's got right. a um, who's got a, a pretty nasty Valorant team. So they're the ones who de- took out uh, Fun Plus Phoenix. I didn't know how that was going to go because Fun Plus, I'm pretty sure, dominated the first map pretty handily, and then they came back. They came and clapped back. I just want to see who's on Team Heretics really quick because there was a name that I forgot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you. These, some of these names are familiar. It was, it, it, you know, we we got a lot of CS:GO bleed over. Everybody knows that we got CS:GO bleed over. Um, 
Right. So there's two uh, tier like 1.5 CS players. We got Lowell and uh, Nukie or whatever. Yeah, I want to call him Nuki, but like yeah, it's, yeah, it's like Nukie. So they're both. They're. I mean, they were both basically pros. So talented guys. Like, yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, obviously unknown guys. Like everyone, of course, knows Liquid and. And, Scream and the and org yeah. itself and everything, but yeah, those are both still great players. They played for like Hellraisers, Dignitas, like many popular names. So right, yeah. Don't sleep on them just because you don't know them, but yeah, yeah. And that's just it. Like, and then, like again, we've we've talked about this time and time again that a new esport makes shit like this happen, where you have these really flying under the radar rosters, right. it's like the upsets, all that shit. It's so so refreshing to right. watch. Not the same. Four orgs just dominate everything, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and uh, and you might even see like some of the older FPS players are kind of falling prey to the same mistakes and the same tendencies they had in perhaps CS:GO. Like, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe Scream's gonna have the same difficulty he had in CS:GO, where he has hot flashes. You know, he does really <laughs> fucking amazing for one season, and then he just drops off the earth for two years and, and comes back you think it's hot gonna, again. Oh god, man! Like I love Scream, but he, you know, he consistency has always been his problem, right? So, and it's kind of yeah, it's kind of manifesting on his current roster, right? Well, yeah. we'll see. I, you know, it's it's tough to predict, but yeah, it is. Yeah, and I, I, so we talking about NA and about production and, and talent and stuff like that. It was mm-hmm. uh, it, EU was kind of a bit of a they were they fell victim to this uh, a lot of times. The not a lot of times, but it, it was enough to be noticeable, and you wouldn't expect this from like a Riot cast that the the game and the casting were not synced up. Mm. It was the in like the, the nice part was, and I think I was listening to actually Pansy like actually acknowledge being like, hey, we know this is an issue. We know like like they, they were trying to they were doing their best, right? But you yeah. can only do so much with that, right? Like with when production starts shit in the right. bed, like it's like what do you, what do you do, right? So they eventually cleaned it up, though. I'm really excited to see who the final of this is because again, it's two. I don't I don't want to say unknown rosters, but right. like they're just again they're not the G two they're not the Fun Plus Phoenix right. they're not Guild you know what I mean like so I gotcha. yeah none of the, none of the I guess the big money names are yeah at the end yeah yeah which we'll see I mean obviously the big money names can throw more money at you know boot camping and, and kind of preparing for the next to next go yeah um, I I'm sad about Guild I, I want oh, yeah. a redemption arc I want to see them on the stage playing so yeah yeah I hope they get another chance. Uh, which I think they will if there's two majors. Well, they're going to, like, I mean, like, again, like, once we move into 2021, we're going to the Challengers, Masters, Champions right. format. So they'll so, have a chance there. Well, they'll have three chances, yeah. right? Like, that's basically how it goes. I think Guild will be a top, like, top team. Swedish teams are fucking just insane at FPS games. Sweden is just dark, uh, you know, all the time. It's just winter, you know. <laughs> and they have nothing to do but sit inside and play fucking games, and they're good as fuck. Like, <laughs> Don't sleep on Swedish players. Yeah, like, and I think they didn't get a fair showing. Like, I mean, like, right. like I think like they were pretty robbed because, like, I mean, like, like I don't want to get into like the nitty gritty of like why I think that bug should and shouldn't be right. like you know like I mean it's in the past at this point right there's no point really mm-hmm. doing it I just want to yeah I'm excited for 2021 and see what yeah. happens with them right? again keep in mind like the two two of the greatest CS:GO rosters of all time are Swedish. Fanatic and Ninjas in Pajamas. Right. So Ninjas in Pajamas went on an 87 game win streak. That's fucking disgusting. Not dropping a map, and then Fnatic won four majors in a row. Was that the Was that the J? Or was that the like Olafmeister? J JW Olafmeister yeah. Flusha Crims. And oh, I put you on the spot. One more. <laughs> who's the yeah, Who's the fifth man? <laughs> Olafmeister Crims JW. 
Fuck. I, can't, I don't know. Wow. Oh, Dennis maybe? No, I don't know. Okay. Not Dennis. I don't know. I can't remember the fifth. But anyway, so Swedish FPS players mean fucking business. Like people sl- people are sleeping if well, they don't think Guild is gonna be a top contender. I, well, again, yeah, I think people just like they, they wrote them off once that once they get disqualified, of course. right? Yeah. So yeah, of course. I think don't fuck around, you'll get disqualified. You know, don't yeah. even try to you know fuck with the bugs. cheese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, but the nice part was is I got to see a little bit of shit talk out of Korea towards Mixwell because Mixwell, really? yeah, Mixwell was memeing on Korea, uh, Division Strikers. Wow. Which I don't know why. Like, I don't even know, like, how that beef kind of started. But basically, oh, yeah, Mixwell said that he wanted to dethrone Vision Strikers because Vision Strikers haven't lost. They're, right. they're undefeated right now. I don't know exactly what the record is. Um, but, but, yeah, basically, Vision Strikers won Korea first strike. Right. And they added Mixwell being like... You, they beat Cloud9, right? Yeah, they beat yeah, Cloud9. Right. Yeah, Vision right. Strikers took everything, yeah. So they they added with their trophy. And they're like, do you know do you know what this looks like? No, do you know what doesn't. this is? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Right? Like, yeah. so. Motherfucker comes to uh, Optic Gaming was his debut for CSGO. That roster died. Oh, no. Uh, he's oh, Man, he's actually... He was so talented. And he still is. But my God, he just hasn't been on a team that can kind of... Take it home. Take it home, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the stuff I saw at him mix well, like I was like, you know, I was impressed, right? Like yeah. I thought he seemed he seemed like he seems like a good player from like a, again a casual yep. standpoint, right? But I mean, yeah, if this is like if this is his history, then damn dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, good player, just never got the correct opportunity. But I don't think this is the way to get that opportunity. I think you think he should have stayed in CSGO kind of thing? No, I, I think he should have just shut his mouth, but Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't uh, like <sighs> I'm all for I'm all for beef like across the regions and stuff like that, but like, like Vision Strikers are like they're they're dominating the region, right? Right. So, yeah. Keep the beef with NAEU, maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like when you st- when you start going like across the pond, being like, "What's up, motherfuckers?" Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna clap back, right? So. And, well, and it's Korea, and like, do you really want to clap at someone who? Puts in probably more time than you. Way more discipline than you. Way more yeah. time than Nick, you. Talk right? shit to like your, your buddies from NA that you already know. You know, your yeah. Cutler and Hayes. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. You got experience with them, but these yeah. guys, like, yeah, the the the, the Koreans are just an, the, like another breed. Like, it just as this as far as esports, like they they have pioneered so many like how to how to approach esports. Like, it, this is their this is their fucking show. I'm really excited to see what happens when you start getting like. Well, again, when we this get to champions, saying, right? It's going to be hot. Yeah. It's going to be so We're, good. Who knows? Maybe we see Vision Striker G2 Pool. Oh, that would be, oh, be good. Game. That's already like that's That'd already in the works. Game. And then you see the salty salty walk-off post-loss. No handshakes. No handshakes. Know. Hell yeah. <laughs> I just can see it right now. Oh, my God. Yes. That's what I need, dude. That's what I need to survive. Um, So we had a couple other... Oh, my God. I'm having a hard time with this laptop. Uh, PC we, user, Lamel. Yeah, yeah, dude, I can't. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, so we had some other region finals come in. So of course, Korea was dominated by Vision Strikers. Um, no, I so okay. I may have fucked up the NV prediction, but I did not fuck up Japan. Yeah, absolute Jupiter, absolutely dominated. I'm stealing that fucking headline from Spike GG. I don't give a shit. But really? yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that was Thief. The, yeah. No, no shame, no shame. Uh, the, yeah, they absolutely clapped. Like there was no, there was no contest whatsoever. The first oh. map was like thirteen one or something like that. Right. In a finals, like you'd expect it to be a little competitive. No, that's disappointing. It is. This, it, it is a little disappointing, right? So, like, I mean, we're talking. We've talked about this a, a, like a ton of times. What happens with these other not as money focused regions right. when they're not challenged, right? So of course, yeah. So I'm hoping Absolute Jupiter has a chance to like scrim with like maybe Vision Strikers or like. Yeah, I mean the problem is. 
I know servers are a big, yeah, big issue. Yeah, you're gonna get there. into ping differences, and yeah. and if nothing happens, like if, if Japan doesn't stay, if it doesn't get competitive, or they have no challengers, then you're gonna see Absolute Jupiter either fall apart, yep, or leave Japan and have oh, to go scrim somewhere else. And yeah, stuff. but then Riot doesn't like that, and I don't. Well, know, that's just it because they they like to keep people region locked and stuff like that for four worlds, right? It makes sense. Um, so. When I made my show notes, Fours was up two nothing in the finals. I, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm gonna check it right now, Scott. I'm just gonna just just yeah. Buy Gambit time for taking out in the semis. Yeah. Fours in the finals. Fours, I think you said it's a Rainbow Six org. Yeah. I think they made a brief stint in CS:GO. I'm not very familiar with them though. Okay. Um, sh- shit. Yeah. I, I can't <laughs> even speak to Fours at all. But uh, do you know who they're playing in the finals? Uh, yeah, it was Team Singularity, I believe. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Who are they? Are they okay? I am so happy I fact checked this right now because it's currently tied 2 2 as like we're talking right now. So, fours and team singularity are 2 2 wow. in the finals. So, you like to see a 3 2 finals, like, regardless yeah. of which way it goes. You like to see you like to be entertaining. And so, Gambit underwhelming, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like, they are getting crushed now that tournaments are a thing, apparently. <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah, like when you... the last tournament they got knocked out too, yep. as well. So, they were really dominant, I guess, early on when there was not organized tournaments, and now the tournaments are happening. They're getting bodied. Yeah, do we think that they're like the the CIS Sentinels? Like, do we think? Yeah, maybe. I yeah. Like, it's, well, it's, that's it's, a good it's, comparison. Win early, lose late. Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, it's it's it, and it's also hard to kind of find like coverage on these guys too. Right. Right. So I mean, like, well, plus their games are probably late at night for us. It's either late at night or early in the morning. One of the two. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I think it's early in the morning because EU a lot of time is early in the morning as well. Like right? Korea, for example, is not that bad for us. It would be in the morning, like eight a.m. or nine a.m. What the Korea is on like four in the morning for us, dude. Is it? Oh, yeah. 13 hour difference. That's not a 5 p.m. for them. 5 p.m. for them, yeah. Wow, crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. This is what happens when you work in abundance of back shift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, you, you just know what the, the schedule is at this point. But yeah, I know. So it's not too bad. But like, I, I, again, like this, the Riot, I don't know if Riot really backs their streams and stuff like that. I, Plus, really, I don't even know if they use like Twitch, for example. Yeah, I, yeah, they actually might have a different streaming platform. You might be right there. I'm not. I know there's a you, lot of other streaming platforms that are not NAEU centric. Yeah, so. or even front. Like, I mean, they're not even really easy to find. Like, so. Right. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, but anyways, going back to the rest of the kind of the regional finals that we have seen, uh, Exo Clan. Are you familiar with them at all? Are they a not CL- familiar. Okay, cool. So they might be like making their debut in Valorant. Not entirely sure. Anyways, they absolutely walked over Order. Um, Order again is a Oceana. Like tried and true esports org, it was made by uh, Spawn, uh, who's a bit used to be big in the League of Legends scene. He's actually now a coach for Team Liquid as well. Right, they're poaching up everybody. Um, but yeah, so uh, Order is Dick Stacy's team. Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. I wanted to include that note because we have talked about Dick Stacy in a, like just because he's Dick Stacy. Um, but it was a three zero. It wasn't. It wasn't exactly. It's interesting. We're not seeing any of the. Um Australian orgs really like no Greyhound, no Greyhound, yeah, no Renegades. Like it's well, Renegades are like they have an NA team, right? So well, right, but they were an, uh, an Australian team for Counter Strike for years. So yeah, I don't know, like, like, and like Renegades have a really weird esports history. They like because they were owned by Monte Cristo for a little bit too. Right. Like they were all over the goddamn map. Um, right. And I know that it's caused them not to have like the biggest like people. Not a lot of people like them because they've had this really like. Right. Like, like gray morally grave like foundation yeah yeah no and even other like more minor orgs that were popular in cisco and are still popular in cisco like the chiefs yeah nothing i haven't seen anything, anything out of the chiefs valorant either yeah because like the chiefs again are another league team as well right or they were a league team until riot 
pulled the fucking plug. So, so I don't know. These yeah. Unknown Australian orgs. Are Exo, Exo clan. Yeah. Versus order. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Who knows, right? Exactly. But hype. I mean, obviously you love, I love a good upset, you know. Well, it's just it, right? And again, we know nothing about these guys. Maybe like, I mean, this might be a bit of lack of research as well. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think even if we did have additional information, I don't think they'd still be probably relatively unknown, right? Right. To so, the average viewer, especially like, yeah, yeah. But to I don't see know a CSGO yeah. X Pro get dismantled by some unknown Exo Clan. Yeah. You know, clearly there's someone to watch going forward. Well, that's the other thing too, and I was I, like, I. So a big a big thing I've noticed on like like Valorant Liquipedia is like my best friend. Like I'm on that webpage all the time. A lot of the guys who aren't CSGO carryovers don't have pages yet, right? They're still right. they're still but like of course guys like Dick Stacy and you know uh, Cutler, Hay, uh, Hayes, all those guys, they all have their own pages. But Exo Clan, if I remember looking correctly, none of these guys have pages. So right. they these are probably Valorant like bread guys yep which is always uh the only other place to look would be this like ancient csgo database that no one uses called hltv oh jesus christ it's <laughs> like to, to get an hltv page made for you you have to participate in like a tournament above a certain level okay so like yeah that'd be the only other place to look and if they're not there then they're just not fps players or they're like unknown kids right so so i mean yeah it's it, it, like i mean again it's it's fun to pay attention to these regions because again we're getting the worlds right? right. So I think I think we're definitely going to become a bit more of a international podcast. I want to call us that at some point. Yeah, exactly. Right. Once right. we get, once I can stop like talking up my ass about other regions. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> final region I do want to talk about though because we did cover them a fair bit and they tried to make a bid into Europe was uh, Oxygen's region of Turkey. Mm. BB BBL yeah BBL Esports took over Turkey. Um, Austin got taken out in the losers bracket. Interesting. Got kicked out of semis, went down to losers, and then yeah, didn't make Auction it. Austin and Gambit having the same treatment. Yeah. Now imagine if they're in EU. Oh, they're, are they getting shit canned? Like, what's like, going on? I don't like, know. <laughs> if, if, you're not, if you're not winning the smaller regions, how do you play in the biggest region? Well, that's just yeah, that's just it, right? So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with them. I like. I mean, maybe maybe it's just you know like a kick in the teeth that they needed, seeing right. like a big tournament set up. I'd um, love to see some more orgs come out of Turkey too. I'd love to see like Space Soldiers, BIG, like you know. I feel like there's there's some orgs and some money there that's just holding out. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that you know some of these larger tournament opportunities are going to bring out bigger orgs. I think once we get into the challengers and masters mm-hmm. uh, like tournaments, I think we're going to start seeing more because it's it's a more like I think I th- I, th- I feel at least from an investor standpoint seeing these very volatile tournaments where it's just like these one-off events kind of thing right. and it, you don't you don't you don't have like a plan you don't have a, you don't see a full right. structure it's like why do why would i want to invest money in that right 100%. So, yep. so i think now that riot actually has the roadmap laid out uh bigger orgs with more money are going to yep. be like okay we get how this is going to go maybe we get maybe we start investing absolutely so, and turkey's so close geographically to europe that to be able to poach european players is, oh yeah. is an option I know that I know they like, uh, most most Turkish rosters I see basically keep consistency though I will say that yeah I, and that's fair I mean obviously Turkish is a language that is seldom found outside of Turkish citizens <laughs> pretty much yeah so yeah, I, yeah. I could I could totally see that uh, in CS:GO even I think the Turkish rosters like only ever have like maybe one European uh, I saw Space Soldiers one time or two times had an NA player. Tarek, who is Turkish. Okay, all right. So, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that. It's not that you, weird. I get what you mean. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna we'll probably see a bit more 
region diversity now that we are we are seeing super teams oh dude hell yeah <laughs> i don't uh, like yeah. super, super teams are a sham dude super teams are like I, I I have no faith in super teams. I don't know about you. Like, uh, I'm well, I'm just waiting for the day I see Phase Clan Valorant. Oh, well, we have Phase Clan Valorant. We just don't have Super Team Phase Clan Valorant. Okay, sorry. In my eyes, Phase Clan Valorant is supposed to be a super team. Okay, yeah, they're not a CSGO, super team. CS:GO they just dumped money at whoever the best was and they just compiled <laughs> them slapped them all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah like for a bit, but yeah, yeah not anymore. Well, that's just, yeah, that's just it, right? So. <laughs> Phases, phases, the current iteration phases, like they're okay, they're all right. They made it to, they made it to first strike. Right. So I mean, that's not too bad. Yeah, we'll see. Phases strategy in CS:GO was definitely just dump money at the problem until it fixes itself. So Dude, we'll see if that strategy continues. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know. What? Give me, give me, give me your, and we'll close out the show on this. Give me your Valorant NA super team. Off the top of your head, who do you got on there? Shit, I don't, that's tough. Um, you know, I think you, I think Hundred Thieves has, I think two players on it that I think would be on the super team. I think St- Steel Nitro is 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 a a good f- first two. Right. I think you need an entry fragger who I think I do think as soon as fucking nuts. I think you put tens on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Okay. This fifth player would have to be. You gotta have a, uh, you. Do you want more brain or do you want more? Do you want more run and gun? I think like, it would have to be a Phoenix player. Well, as soon as a Phoenix player, so or is he a Rays player? He kind of. I mean, like he. I guess Sabrosa would be the fifth right now because Sabrosa is just dumping on people at the moment. I think he is too. Yesterday, yeah. he dropped like twenty three kills map one and twenty three yep. kills map three. Yep. So obviously he's lending himself very well to raise. So absolutely, who knows? Yeah. Maybe that would be the, the team at the moment. We'll have to wait and see how the team. So we're, we're talking like basically like three fifths of hundred thieves' roster, and then yeah, I, I just think Nitro has the brain and the aim. I think yep. Steel has the brain. I think as soon as Entry Frag, I think Tens is just probably the best jet in NA. So I yeah yeah so okay. far that's all right yeah, yeah yeah fuck with it that's a. That's a roster I'd watch. I'd, yeah. I could get behind that. Hiko's not on it, so I'm happy. I'm yeah. happy I'm, although, despite the haters, he did do very well. He did. He did crazy well. The man is For a... 30-plus-year-old he... man that everyone makes fun of. He <laughs> fucking... He performed. Yeah. And his, like... I mean, his Sova's fucking clean. Like, his Sova is pretty, yeah. pretty clean. So. Absolutely. I can't, I can't hate on it too much. And, like, he's... His role in Counter-Strike was clutching, and it's carried through to Valorant. He still clutches. The man just yeah. clutches. Like... Yeah. They're, they're, that's, they're, they're, good at. that's an intangible factor that isn't a, yeah. that's a that's a hard thing to put and, and you need like there's things clutching is not almost not even about aim it's about like you know the steel and the grit and the fucking knowledge and the experience <laughs> and and he has those like any anyone can have aim but like all those those other factors that are molded from experience yeah like, He's got it. Like we'll see, obviously, but clutching is his thing, and he that still does it to this day. Exactly. So we're gonna see if he can clutch up against TSM. Do you yeah, get, we'll see. Do you want to make a prediction right now? We can carry it over for next week. TSM versus Hunter Thieves. I, I got a root for Hunter Thieves. I uh-huh. love that roster. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but if TSM wins, I won't be surprised, but I'll be disappointed. I do want to see my boy Dicey take it back. I want to see some fucking drama unfold. Yeah, and like we'll that, again, like Dicey wasn't hot like going through going through their last like with sentence it's hard like you can't be an aggressive opera against like a very brain filled team because they're just gonna 
play more passive. Yeah. Wait for you to make those plays that they know you're going to make. Yeah. Uh, and capitalize on it. And so I think his role yesterday versus his role today are very different. His yeah. role yesterday is probably just hold this fucking angle. And just wait. And yeah. just be like a little fucking sentry turret. And don't move <laughs> while we, you know, do our fakes. Right. And, and, and you saw a scent for them was very fake heavy with, you know, they had very much static mid players yeah. making sure no one was out of place. Uh, today, I think it's it's going to be much more gung ho, balls to the wall. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I think it's just going to be an absolute. I hope so. Yeah, it's I, be... I hope so. That's what you. That's what you wanted at TSM. That team is a brawler. Like that's oh, a yeah. brawler team. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm excited to see what happens. So we're going to definitely cover that next week. Uh, we'll also talk about. The conclusion. I'm gonna check it again. We'll talk about the conclusion of uh, right. fours and team singularity, yep. and then EU as well, where we have uh, the unknown, some FC, and uh, team heretics. So we're definitely gonna get into that next week. But for this week, this is that's it for Dry Peak. As always, check us out on Twitter, popped underscore off. Our website popped off on Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple iPad, uh, iTunes, whatever the you know. Apple Podcast. There we go. We're everywhere. Check us out. International. International. <laughs> Much like what this podcast <laughs> is going to become. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for watching, guys. See you guys.